Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine's food editor, Stephanie March, and local foodie from Stephanie's Dish, Stephanie Hansen, No Food. It's all about food, fun, food, frivolity, and food. Talking about everything happening at the Minnesota State Fair, it's podcast on a stick. Here's the Stephanie's. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Hey, I'm Steph March. Are here on the State Fair podcast on a stick, and is a preview episode where we talk to you about the list that has been released of specialty beverages. We are previewing all 53 brand new beverages that are going to be found at the 2019 State Fair. This is a huge list, not even to mention the fact that there are 27 returning beverages. Yeah, so if you add that up, Stephanie, that is 80. 80 specialty 80. beverages, things that you t- can only find at the Minnesota State Fair. That is like, there's only 31 new foods. I know. So this has just like become a gigantic trend in. Yeah, we the, went from zero beer to, or we went from like three two beer to three, actual beer. beer to then craft beer to now craft with a pH. Craft beer. That's what I'm using it. That's oh, how I'm calling craft. it. Craft beer, but craft with a pH. Not Why with a pH? Because it's not. Really? Because it's craft. a... <laughs> it is craft. Because it's a the fat brewers, list? Yeah, it's like a fat list, but it's 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 kind of... In, instead of calling them stunt beers, I'd rather call them craft beers. Because stunt beers kind of... People get angry. The brewers kind of get angry they about feel calling like, it What's so stunty stunt. about it? Yeah. And you know what? I think that we all can feel that like, the whole trend for milkshake beers and hazy and all the kind of stuff that happened in the daily life of Twin Cities Craft Brewing kind of led us to think like this was going to be a zany list but i did not know that there would be 53 beverages and that they would really be so i don't know fruit is a trend fruit sours a are a thing. trend yeah. but didn't you feel like the whole list was just super juicy in general with fruit i feel like it was lemony i feel like there's an overabundance of lemon situation happening here between um you know god now that I say it, but I mean, there's a lot of fruit, but then there was one page where I was like, by the way, we printed this out. It's like nine pages long. Lemon shandy, lemon meringue pie ale. There's a lemon lavender bubble treble. There's Kirby Puckett Arnie Palmer, which is a lemon and tea fermenting kind of situation, you know, but we also have dragon fruit. We have cherries. We have lots of cherry. We have blood, blood orange, orange, peaches. Yeah. Uh, strawberry. We have all sorts of stuff. Pomegranate. Like this. Yep. Like H- super fruit forward. Limoncello, mixed berry. So, so I think the deal is, is of course, to keep it summery. You know, it's like you think about it too. It's like in the winter time, these brewers are all into their big heavy hops and their ambers and their porters and stouts and these big heavy beers. And so this is sort of their summer answer to that. So I get that. Wow. It's a huge list. <laughs> wow. So, and if we break it down, like there's your beers, there's your wine based drinks with Cannon Valley doing a lot of elderflower wine and Is that using what that, that, was? that in infusions thing? in the hideaway area. You have ciders, which there is um, a sociable cider on here. Has a couple of entries. They have a mead. Yeah. There's a mead. There's a mead. You guys, that's a, that's a fermented honey. Just to be clear, that's not, I mean, like, that's beer technically fermented from honey. There's also hard seltzer this year. There's, there's two of them, yep, at least. Yeah, there's a, the hard seltzer on tap is the Liftbridge uh, seltzer at Ballpark Cafe. Cherry firework. Yep. I bet that's going to be good. Yeah. I like their hard seltzer. I'm okay with them. Yeah. I don't love them. I, I mean, I'm not saying theirs. I'm just saying hard seltzer in general. In general. I'm not. I, I have to say, them. I kind of do. And the weird thing about it is you're drinking it. 
and it feels like you're drinking a LaCroix. Yeah. But it's an alcohol LaCroix, so it's kind of confusing. That's what I'm So saying. it feels healthy and natural, but you know it's not. Uh-huh. But that somehow works for me in the summer. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I think I just, I like to taste my alcohol, and I don't want it to be like a bitter, weird. I think that the hard seltzers get... Either they they assume that you want it to be fruity, so then they put it, then it becomes pop, like a sugar bomb. Yep. Then I don't get it. I'm like, so is this hard pop? Because that's <laughs> soda. Because that's what that really f- tastes like. And then if it's not, then it's usually like got such a bitter edge to it that I don't. Some love of them it. have a weird aftertaste. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just not there. I want to taste my alcohol. Call me weird. Yeah, I want to have a nice whiskey or a gin. You um, mentioned the um, mead that they have this year, the honeybee lavender mead that yeah. is at Lulu's Public House that is being um, made by Sociable Cider Works. I'm really excited about this. Are you? Yes. I think mead, when done right, is really interesting. It's fun. It's a sparkling honey with a touch of lavender. It's fermented, and it's got an effervescent finish. So come on, lavender, honey, and bubbly. Um, Could be like a delicious French 75 maybe. Maybe. I'm hoping. I don't, I'm not up for the... I mean, the lavender concerns me. I'm not going to lie. But they also have a sparkling honey hive. Fresh honey from uh, pollinators with a touch of sorghum and lightly sweetened with dandelion honey. Um, it's uh, at... While the flavor of vanilla is balanced with a delicate honey backbone at soci- from Sociable Cider Works. That's going to be at Giggles. How about this lavender lemonade bubble trouble? This is going to be the one that is people are going to wait in line for. It's the uh, Cannon River Sparkling Edelweiss Wine, and it's got a lavender-infused lemonade with a fragrant, it creates like a fragrant bubbly cocktail. Yum, at the hideaway speakeasy. So it's sparkling wine with lavender-infused lemonade. Yep. Okay. So it's like a spritzer. Yeah. Yum. Okay, maybe. Yeah, I'm hoping. I, you know, I don't trend sweet, you guys. So this is the thing where I'm the other side of things. But I do like, like, a, like I like a good. Um, I'm interested by the Kirby Pucker number thirty four, the Arnie Palmer. Yeah, I think that'll be is, good too. So it's a second fermentation brewed with loose leaf tea, lemon zest, and lemon juice. I mean, a beer that tastes like an Arnie Palmer. I'm that could be kind of cool. Yeah, and don't they have the series of Kirby Pucket? Yeah, um, that's East Lake Craft Brewery. Yeah, so they'll be. But that'll um, be at the Ballpark Cafe. I think too. Isn't the pickly one that they have coming back? Oh, um, maybe I'm confusing it with the dill pickle Kolsch that's going to be at Giggles Campfire Grill. And I have never been mad about. And well, isn't that a? I don't know. Is that under? It's is gonna, that a new one? It's yeah. It's uh, fresh dill and cucumber from Where Tin Whiskers. Oh, you know what? It's not a new one. Yeah, no, it's, it's a not coming a new back one. one. That's the one I I liked that one last yeah. year. Yeah, I really did. I thought that was salty and fun. And um, the mini donut beer is back for yeah, those of, of you looking for that. The beer garita. The raspberry hard cider with the honey crisp apples um, from Giggles will be back. I don't know. Here's like also this at the hideaway, the strawberry and mint bubbly mojito. See this to me since features juicy strawberry, bright lime, mint flavors, dancing with Edelweiss wine. So is that is that the wine with strawberry, lime, and mint? Yes. Okay. And it'll be, I think that they're really, I got to give them props. They're doing right. a good job of trying to make cocktails out of this Edelweiss wine. I know. Trying to showcase the product it of the Cannon River so Valley. Sweet. They're not always my favorite. They did have one last year that I liked. I can't remember what it was, mm-hmm. but I did like mm-hmm. it. I just um, don't, I remember always wanting so hard to like it and sort of always getting like a sugar headache by the second sip. They have one that has a cotton candy rim too, and I'm Ugh. like, oh, yeah, there it is. Let's just say our first moment. <laughs> there are, it is. Just don't rim the glass. I don't. I don't need a sticky face. 
especially the only reason you rim a glass is for salt right because that way it dissolves there is a michelada beer on the list did you see that very excited about that but i'm just saying with like all of like the chocolate and the caramel and all the rest of this that's not a good idea that's not going to work for for you face and i don't like it i kind of like a sticky face Mm. i don't know there's a lot of rosé pull on this one you know there's a, a giggles but giggles has like a ton of stuff happening. yes they do um they went big they went like ham on the new beers and stuff and they kind of i think they only have like a very small thing for the new food which i can't even remember at this point um but they also have a summer sunset frosé from round lake wineries front and not gris like that's an actual it's a rosy blend of peach juice strawberry juice and front and not gris so it's going to be, that's going to be a wine rosé. That'll be good. I think that's fun. There's a Sunset Rosé wine um, by Parley Lake Winery out here in, uh, by Waconia. And they are doing that at Hildebrand Concessions. Oh, in the Grandstand. Okay, so that's going to be only served at, a, at the Grandstand Shows. concert venue. So we have to see, you have ticket required, concert ticket required. We might have to take that off the list. So... If, if if I can just give you a window into Stephanie's mind here, yeah. what she's thinking is Holy she cat. has to try all of these. Mm-hmm. So she's like strategizing. She's got one day at the fair yeah. to get all this in. Plus she's got to do a podcast. Plus she's got to appear on a million TV shows. Yeah. It's yeah. Be hard. Just even if you took one sip of 53 beverages, do you think you'll be alcohol impaired? No, You'd because have to I'm be. eating a thousand <laughs> calories. There's no chance. Um, I'm excited about the toasted pumpkin seed ale, by the way. I was excited about that, too. Super excited. I have nothing to say bad about that. Here's the one thing that you both and I both thought was very scary. A White Claw Red Bull slushy. I hated that. Refreshing black cherry White Claw hard seltzers mixed with energizing coconut berry Red Bull. I hated that. I just wanted that to die. I'm also worried about it for the fact that, you know, those Red Bull energy drinks are the things that make you like, like I've always, re- I remember being like, don't drink those with alcohol because of the fact that you get like an artificial high. That's right. And then the boozes. <laughs> anyway. I also it's excited masked. for the cocoa lime wit at G- Giggles. I'm not kidding you. I'm going to be sitting at Giggles for like an hour. Yeah. Just drinking things. How about the cotton candy cream ale? This is a pretty stunty one at uh, 5% ABV brewed in Big Lake. That's going to be in the concert venue, too, only. So maybe, Steph, you can skip that one. Yeah, I think I get to skip that one. <laughs> I kind of thought the Cotton Candy Milkshake IPA could be interesting. There's a lot of these milkshake-type beers, mm-hmm. which means that they have added... Most of them, they've added the lacto... What do you call that? Lacto-fermentation. Lacto-bilis, yeah. Yeah. Um, it makes them kind of cloudy. Uh... The Dreamsicle Hard Malt is, what is a hard malt? It's a sweet treat that starts with blood orange hard soda. It's that. And is blended with vanilla ice cream. It's that uh, Bevel, what's it called? It's it's at Coasters. And the name of it, it's that orange hard soda. It's Bravazzi. Yeah, so it's like a creamsicle kind of situation. So, but it is, so it's hard soda with ice cream. So it's a shake. Wow. But not a shake, more of a float. No, it's blended together with vanilla ice cream. So then it's going to be just like a creamsicle. Yum. But think good. how full you'd be. Well, here's the deal. This is at Coasters. <laughs> Coasters had the beer shake two years ago that I loved. That was like a cocoa stout blended with ice cream. It was delicious. So you'll probably love this. I, well, I mean, It'll be too sweet for you, I have a feeling. Because I like that Breville uh, stuff, and you're not going to like it. How about oh. the Mango Medusa? This is a 4.8% beer, which I'm always looking for lighter ales at the fair, and it's mango-infused. 
just a little pop of flavor, and that's by Surly at Dino Zeros. That, I think, could be just a good, solid kind of fruity summer beer. Yeah, I'm going to be so grateful for the Canoe Paddler Kolsch, which is just a Kolsch <laughs> brewed with rye and slightly spicy and smooth. I'm going to be so ready for that at the Liney Lodge. And because I think that's the only beer on this list that doesn't have some sort of a fruit sugar situation. Um, oh, except for the Mini, mini Soten IPA, uh, which is just a complex blend of British, American, and German uh, hops, I guess. And that one is from Summit at Shanghai Henry's. That one I will also be grateful for. Yeah, that was. those are two summits that are kind of more beer forward, let's just yeah. say that. What does prickly pear taste like? Do you have any idea? Is it like pears? No, it's more like... Uh, it's more like a peach in my mind. Okay. Pr- Fulton is doing a prickly pear IPA at the Frontier Bar. It's a cactus. I like. love that Frontier Bar. Do you? Yes. It's we very ended fun. We up there last year. I, I know. I times. end up there a lot. You there's do, peanuts. There's I popcorn. Never, like, I don't go there and look at You can charge you. your phone there. <laughs> you can like sit there, have a beer, get out of the sun. I like it there. How's this slushy Lulu Limoncello Road Rash Shandy Apple? I'm going to like it. Is combined with zesty juicy lemon then frozen into a limoncello so it's a lemon apple that could be okay i'm gonna like it that could be okay because it's an apple by sociable cider works as a slushy yeah and that's at lulu's which is always fun i mean they have kind of ups and downs with food for us but they always seem to have the boozy things that are great and i think they they have a fun attitude about it i like to go there and try the different beers how about summer love and orange ipa this is bent paddle from duluth they're blending their flagship golden IPA with orange, tangerine. There's a nice hop build. It is rimmed with sweet orange candy, Stephanie, nope. at 6.2%. Where this is will be this? at Andy's Grill. At Andy's Grill? Yep. Oh Bent God. Paddles, Summer Lovin' Orange IPA. Um, there was one in here that was Bauhaus that had a really clever name. Oh. I, I got to hand it to some of these brewers. A lot of these names are really clever, very funny. Um, Mighty Magenta Dragon Fruit IPA. And maybe that's the one. That has a lot of stuff in it. Just, I was reading and I was like, oh, of course this is Bauhaus. Just the way that they describe the beer just make it sound so fun. They're a really fun brewery, you know that? Yep. I do like also Minnesota Haze Notes of Citrus Tropical Fruit, 100% Minnesota Grown Hazy IPA, which is really important. Remember Eric Sonrud from the Mighty Axe Hops guys. I was going to say there's a lot of Mighty Axe Hops on yeah. this list. And it's good because they should be touting that because of the fact that it is, uh, because it is, you know, something that is specially, totally a Minnesota beer then, 100%. Okay, here's the description for the Bauhaus Brew Labs. Okay. The Shandlot Mixed Berry Shandy. It's the Sultan of Suds, the Colossus of Quenchers, the Great Shandino. This delicious lemony concoction is a classic summery brew infused with a mouth-watering blend of strawberries, blackberries, raspberries, 4.5% ABV, brewed in Minneapolis by Bauhaus Brew Labs at Ballpark Cafe. But just like the Sultan of Suds, the Colossus of Quenchers, the Great Shandino. They're good like that. They are good. They're good. The People Watcher, a medium-bodied dry pilsner. I mean, this is the thing. Why are there not more pilsners? Because pilsner is such a nice light. It is, especially when you're out at the fair and you're full. Yeah, pounder, man, that you can totally be like, okay, I can't have any more mini donuts, but I can probably get another beer done. So I'm saying the People Watcher, and this is from Finnegan's, and it's it's got uh, notes of grapefruit and orange, but not actual grapefruits or oranges. Just and notes. Notes. And uh, I like that. That's at 
Wow, that's and that you can find that one. The it's called the People Watcher at Aldo's, Sabino's, Swine and Spuds, and Snack House, all in the Coliseum. When you think about a lot of these beers paired with food, because you're probably going to be having food with this. I mean, it sort of feels like, oh, that's a lot. You know yeah. what I mean? Because if you have one hand with the beer and it's a juicy, hazy, fruity, heavy, balmy, and then you have your other hand full of your funnel cake like I know. just blah. I know it's it's tough it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot and a lot of them are just really made to be that to be the same as food I think you know what I mean it's sort of like it's it's kind of along the lines of being as interesting and as filling as a because I think about a whole beer and then like a little thing of cheese curds I wonder how much these all are because I think that like the ciders I know they're going to be like seven eight nine bucks I think they're ten bucks how about this we were just talking about having a beer in one hand and a funnel cake in the other how about mixing it up the funnel cake f2 ale lightly toasted bread caramel and vanilla not too sweet copper color ale inspired by state fair funnel cakes 5.2 percent bad weather brewing at mancini's el fresco yeah that actually bad weather makes good beer so i'll be curious to see what that's that's like is they're all good i mean they're all good brewers you know what i mean like yeah abel seed house is great surly is great indeed fabulous um it's just interesting the sessionable strawberry milkshake cream ale by freehouse uh brewed in conjunction with indeed brewing what do you think about that handshake that's what it's called yeah yep I think that's kind of cool that they did Strawberry it together. Strawberry milkshake cream. Um, they also have a hard seltzer slushy. Could be good. Their froze last year was good. Yeah. Could be good. I I'm, I'm just, I'm holding on, kids. I'm holding on. I know I'm holding on. Okay, besides I the... I kind of do wish that the michelada at Tejas, it's, is they're using Mick Golden Light mixed with hot sauce, lime juice, and a blend of spices. My only, I mean, like, they could have used a better Pilsner. They could have used a local Pilsner with that. Yeah, they could have. That's the only thing I wish that they would have done. They kind of missed the boat on that, but it it still could be good. Sometimes a Mick Golden Light is just a Mick Golden Light, you know? No. Are there any of the (laughs) 27 returning beverages besides the dill pickle? Well, I'm not getting to any of these until, like, week number two. Let's be clear. Yeah, so maybe we do that. Maybe we come back, and when you're listening to the State Fair podcast, we'll do a an episode where we revisit some of the 27 that we are anxious to see come back. Yeah, I for sure would be up for that dill pickle kolsch at, at Giggles. And I don't, you know, I remember not loving the uh, the key lime pie one, but I mean, I remember lots of people loving that one. I, think. I loved the raspberry wine slushy that's at the Minnesota wine country. Yeah. I liked that. It was good. Um, it was the not too sweet. I thought was good too. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fun. Um, I also remember loving the red sangria slushy. I feel like I was the only one who liked the red sangria slushy. Was and that I also actually, at the Minnesota Wine Country? No, that was at the French Crêperie. Um, the grapefruit oat IPA at yeah. O'Gara's also a beer that I loved last year, but at seven percent alcohol. Oh. So pace yourself, friends. You no, know what was excellent was the sociable mimosa. Okay, remember the Bellini and the mimosa? It yes, was the orange and the peach infused. I love sociable. I, I just know do. sociable does well. All right, so there it is. There is your beer preview, your specialty, specialty beverage, beverage preview. We are looking forward to actually getting to taste some of these. We are within striking distance of the state fair, Stephanie. Yep. Tomorrow is August 1st. I know. I also wanted to call out specially uh, Ballpark Cafe, which is a 
kind of our favorite beer spot at the fair. And Dan and Dave, who have done such a great job, they have 23 taps. This year they have decided to do all Minnesota beer. Like, all Minnesota labels on the tap. So Congrats. That's a huge thing. Yeah, and it's not that hard to do. This is a great beer town. This is the Minnesota State Fair. Uh, thank them for not being tone deaf and for really getting it. You know what I mean? They've been getting it for a lot of time. Yeah, so good for them. Uh, we will visit them, I'm sure, yep. during the course of our podcasting. Make sure that you subscribe so that you don't miss a minute of the State Fair We will have all of our episodes posted typically by noon every day. We'll be giving you one thing that day that we're excited about and then also giving you something to look forward to the next day. It is a State Fair podcast, and we're looking forward to getting out at the great Minnesota get-together. Have fun, everyone.